I'm your host, Reverend Dancy Jones-Morris, and guess what day it is? It is Biblical Scandal Time with Coach Tim. Super excited. (laughs) I guess that's the crowd, That's the crowd going wild, yes. (laughs) All right, so we're going to get started real quickly today. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining this wonderful Resurrection Sunday. I'm telling you, he did get up, and so because of that, we need to learn to get up. Because we have power. Um, I just want to make sure that everyone is here and listening attentively to Coach Tim today. There are some great points that she's bringing forward. And I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to help your life. So I, I hope you're operating with authority in your territory. Let's pray and let's get right into today's um, broadcast. Father, we just thank you, Lord. You are so good. You're so wonderful and kind. And we thank you, oh God, for loving us. We thank you, yes. Father, for being our shelter, our strength. We thank you, oh God, that you are our comforter. You are definitely our peace and you're our joy. And so, Lord, we honor you today as we um, celebrate that you did get up and you have all power in your hands and you have given us power in the earth. And so we thank you, Lord, that we have power, power in our territory power to have kingdom authority to operate in the giftings that you've given us and so we honor you and we bless you in this day we operate in our giftings father we're just vessels and we just want to be used by you in our own way father the way that you've given us and so father i pray for every listener that will hear um the 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 key points that are coming from coach tim today that will be able to apply them and lord that they will be fruitful we thank you oh god for um just a harvest coming in as a result of these words being said by coach Tim and we honor, we bless you. We season it, God with your grace, with prayer because of your grace in yes, Jesus Lord. name. We pray. Amen. 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 All right. So let's get started. Uh, we have a great scripture on today. It is about resurrection Sunday, obviously, and it's the um, foundation of resurrection Sunday. So coach Tim, you want to go ahead and read it? I got you. Okay. Uh, today's scripture comes from Luke 24, one through eight. And it reads as follows. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing spices, which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Mm. And it happened, as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them, shining in garments. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still here in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful man and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Mm -hmm. They remembered his words. Listen, you all, this is really... Um, all about the season, the changes in Jesus' life and his love for us. And so we love you enough to help you with those seasons in your life. And so we're talking about the real Rolling Stones. So it probably is a little bit of an oxymoron today, but um, in this scripture, they're talking about how Jesus rolled a stone away. And you all know there's a song that's been out for years and as Papa was a rolling stone, we don't have the rights to that. However, I want you to understand we're not coming from it from the same context that the song was written. 
but we're talking about how this applies to Jesus. He really exemplified what it meant to be able to go from one season in your life to the next and how that should look. It shouldn't look like how Papa was a Rolling Stone. So he's a real Rolling Stone. So let's talk about that today. Coach Tim, you've been really helping us a lot over the past few months. And first of all, I'm excited about that. I'm excited where God is taking you. And to be here. Truly. Yeah. And he's doing a lot with you. And it just comes natural, it seems. And so I want to talk about three different things on today. And so kind of help us with, first of all, seasons of life. I think it's under uh, it's important to understand that you have seasons. And so a lot of times people don't even acknowledge the fact that you're in a season right now. Um, regardless of what the season is, you're mm. in a season. And so with every season comes change. And so you have to expect that change. You have to prepare for that change, knowing that something else is coming. Mm-hmm. Um whether you're in your winter and so so you're getting things together and so you're in, in a place that's maybe not so bright, not so sunny, but the spring is coming. Mm. So either way, you're in preparation at all times. You have to be prepared for your next. And a lot of the times we're so stuck in the place that we are, that's we don't true. look forward. And so because we don't look forward, a lot of the times it takes us a lot longer to get where it is we're supposed to be because we haven't made those preparations and because we act as if nothing is going to change. We act as if where you are right now is where you're going to be. And so you have to be smarter than that. You have to know that where you are right now is not where you were five years ago and plan and decide where you want to be in the next five years. Mm -hmm. If you're not planning life, life is happening to you. And that means that you're not being effective. And and so you talked about preparation. You talk about preparation a whole lot when it comes to um, just being a better person, um, making sure to be able to adjust in different life situations. And so what would that preparation look like for planning for a new season when you really don't even know what the season's going to be? I think knowing where you want to go in life, Mm -hmm. what it is that you're looking for to add to your life. So we talk a lot about finding your purpose and um, finding your ministry and finding what it is that God has placed you on this earth for. So once you've drilled into that, then you're able to pre- prepare yourself for what's coming next. You're at least able to pre- to plan um, your next steps of action, not necessarily what God is going to do, but your next steps of action so that hopefully that they're in line. But a lot of the times when things happen, because we're not prepared, um, we get taken aback. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it drives you so far off focus yeah. that you that you just stop moving forward, period. Which is so critical to be able to change with whatever season we are in life, whatever period of time, whatever sick situation or circumstance that are happening in our life, to be able to, as you said, move forward. Right. You know, um, I I'm gonna just be a little bit transparent. I have not always prepared for just life to happen or planned, you know? And so as a result of that, whenever something would happen, I ended up being stuck in (laughs) and not being able to adjust quickly, quickly enough. And so I think it's important that you say, we have to plan for where we want to be in five years and then leave room for interruption by God. Right. And then I think some things are are in the natural that you can prepare for. Mm -hmm. So what happens if you lose your job today? Do you have money set aside? That's preparation. What happens if you lose your life today? 
Are your is your paperwork in order? Do you have insurance? So things like that, you know, they're coming up. Yeah. It's, I promise it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's making sure that you're prepared. What happens if your car stops working? Because that's what happens. Things break. And so if you're not prepared for these types of things, if you don't have a safety net, if you don't have a backup plan, then those things can really knock you down so much harder than they would have had you have prepared for them. That's good. That's good. And so it's having a contingency plan in place. Even when you're looking at your dreams and your goals. Okay. So if this doesn't work this way, then I'm going to try this. So it's about, it's about having a plan about having something in place because usually first time it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Second time it doesn't work. If Mm -hmm. you look at anyone that is successful, they will talk about how many times they had to fail to get to where they are. So it's one accepting failure, expecting failure, but being able to move past that. In all aspects, in all areas of your life. It's coming. You said accepting failure. Accepting failure. Accepting that failure is part of the process. So failure is part of the refining process. We look at failure and we say, great, I failed. It's over. And then with that, sometimes we shut down and we've just decided that it's over. We don't continue to try. We don't continue to push ourselves. We don't try to to come at it at a different angle. We just, yeah, we, we quit. I failed. That's interesting. We put a period instead of a comma. That's interesting because most people, and I'm sure many of you can attest to this that are out there watching and or listening, um, can attest to failure doesn't feel like, if I have planned, why did I fail? This is what, you know, that comes to mind for me. I'm at a different place now where I can accept failure a lot better. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but it feels like if I planned, why did it fail? You know, and so how do we accept it when that when we've planned and it still failed? I think that when you plan with the contingency that there's a possibility. So a lot of the times okay. we put all of our eggs in a basket okay. because mm-hmm. this is guaranteed to work because oh. I planned it to do so. And so then when it doesn't, now now we're at a loss. So if you expect if you expect the po- if you plan for the possibility, how's that? Yeah. Just plan for the possibility that this way might not work. So come at it and say, okay, so from jump, if this doesn't work, I'm going to try this. If this doesn't work, I'm going to try this. If this doesn't work, you have to have that type of mindset. You can't say, I'm going to do A, B, C, and I'm going to get to D because sometimes it takes you, sometimes it takes you a, a bunch of different routes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of it GPS-wise. Um There are a lot of different paths and avenues you can go to get to a certain location. Every once in a while, you're going to hit a roadblock. You can very well decide to sit there at that roadblock and not move. You're never going to get there. You can take that roadblock and and get so discouraged that you turn around and go back home and not get to your destination. That's a choice. Or you can find another route. That's good. Knowing that there are so many routes to your destination, you just have to find the one that works for you. And that's okay. So it might take you a little longer to get to where you're going, but you will get there if you continue to try, if you continue yeah. to push. You know what's interesting about what you just said? That you got to find the right road to get to the destination, which is what's interesting is I hear this a lot from people and they say, you know, it, they come across <laughs> that roadblock and they turn back around. The reason why they turn back around and some Christians say that wasn't meant for me. God stopped it. And so we got to know when God blocked it and when he's, when he's just, you know, allowing a detour. That's, that's a, that's an easy way out. It's yeah, just oh, to say, true. God, you know, just God just didn't have that for me. No, no, he did. He just waiting for you. Like literally sometimes it's just a gate. 
all you have to do wow. is go in the gate. Wow. And you're like, yep, so this fence is here, so I'm just, you know, right. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Guess that's not the plan. And so we, we we're lazy. <laughs> we're so lazy and so unfocused and so undriven as a people that that's the reason why we are where we are in our lives. Because we don't want to put our focus towards things that are going to push us to be better. It's easy to stay where you are. It's easy to accept the life that you have right now. No, mm. no one's going to complain. No mm. one's going to look at you sideways if you decide that you want nothing else. It's when you decide you want something more that the naysayers step up because they want you to hang out in complacency with right. them. Right, Wow. That's not what he planned for your life. And so it's knowing that and then believing that. So how do we know... When the season, let's say we've accomplished a certain thing. I'm going to say accomplished, you know, um, getting to a certain position in the company. How do we know when a season is over? I think when your heart is no longer in it. Mm -hmm. um, I think so. There are different there are different ways to know. But I think that that's one of them. Sometimes you make up in your mind that this is what you're going to do. And you are so. focused on the end game that you don't realize that that's the only reason why you're striving to get there. It's just to get to the end, but it's no longer something that your heart Mm, is in. Um, Sometimes it is, it's, it's very well possible to step out in an adventure that this is what you thought you wanted and to change your mind somewhere in the middle. It's that's okay. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to seek a different direction. It's not okay to quit. So there's a difference. There is being able to say, you know, this is what I thought I wanted and I, I, it's not. So when I look at the big picture, this really doesn't fit for where I want uh, my life to go or for where I want to be in the next 10 years. That's okay. It's when you throw in the towel and say, yeah, I don't think I can do this. So that's a totally different avenue. There are people that go to school for four and eight years and, and at, on the, on the other side of that degree, they realize I'm not even interested in this career. Right. Yeah, that was me. And so that happens so many times. Um, One, because we don't do the research. Um, Two, I think it's really because we say, this is what I'm going to do. You're headstrong on that. And you just decided that that, that's it, the end of it. And so you don't allow yourself. You don't give yourself permission to detour. It's okay to detour. It's not okay to quit. Hmm. So I think that's one way to know that the season is over um, because your heart is not in it. Um, another way may very well be because you're, um, you're giving your all to something um, that you know is dead. Ooh. And you just decided to... to You've decided that you're going to revive it. There's there's a lot of times um, things happen in relationships, things happen in positions where where you realize, you know for a fact this is dead, but you have decided to give it all that you have and you are determined to revive something back to life. It doesn't work that way. If it's dead, let it die. Because a lot of the times you put so much energy in trying to hold something together that's already gone that you've missed your next. Right. Because you were focused on what was instead right. of looking towards what is. That's powerful. And we can take that in so many different areas of life. And I think about that in, in mostly in relationships. Yeah. You know, mostly in relationships, we can't let someone go and know when the season is over 
<laughs> and accept, it's like that accepting failure, accepting the season that over too. And the season being over doesn't necessarily mean failure. It, it just not. means that it's over. It's over. I mean, <laughs> I promise, winter don't feel bad when it turns to spring. <laughs> Ooh, but see, I mean, so think good. about it. Winter don't go, yeah, so I just, you know, I could only hang in there three months. Like, I couldn't do No, your season <laughs> is over. Like, it's cool. Like, he's, I, I did what I was supposed to do. I came here. I freezed you out. It's time for me to go. I got other things to do. I got other plans. Yeah. Um, and so you said relationships, but I also think um, occupation-wise, mm -hmm. there are so many people that sit in positions, sit with companies that they don't like, with people that they don't like, and they are miserable wow. going wow. to work mm -hmm. every day. That season is over, and they choose to stay there because it's comfortable. Comfortable is not a season. Complacency is not a season. And so it's, it's just not. And so we use no. it as an excuse to not have to move, to not have to try. And I think it's, it's just time out. It's time out for saying this is okay. It's time out yeah, for yeah, being okay yeah. with being unhappy. Yeah, yeah. And, some, and, and, and sometimes... Unhappy is a good season if you learn to utilize it the way you need to utilize it. Because unhappy can, I can tell you me, unhappy caused me to do such broadcasts. It caused okay. me to step it up in certain areas. It caused me to reevaluate myself and say, you, okay, so you need to do something different because this is not the state that I want to be in or stay in and, 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 and wallow in because it was so, it was just unhappy. It, there was no joy. There was no, there was really no peace. And so it caused me to do something different. Right. So we talk about preparing, um, knowing where you are in every season that you're in, there needs to be something that you can take away from that season that can push you in the That's next so season. Good. That's and so, so good. if you are sitting in a season, regardless of whether it's a high season or a low season, a cold season or a warm season, That's you good. have to have something from that that you can pull from to make you better. In every single situation, there's something you can pull. In every Everyone. single situation, there's a lesson. Everyone. It's whether you decide to learn from it, whether you decide to pull from it, and whether you decide yeah. to apply that to your life. Yeah. Application. So that's probably one thing we weren't going to talk about, but application in our lives when it comes to moving into the season. So what are some things that we can do that will cause us to not only accept the season, but actually thrive in that season? Because it really depends, I know, but just some general things. Um, so you talk about application. We are a people of talk. Oh, my. We can oh my, talk about what we're going to do and where we want to be and what we want something to look like. We will talk something to death and never move in it and don't even realize that we've never moved in it. Um, so application is being effective in that season. So regardless of what season you're in, you're making an effort to be effective. So understand that maybe you're not exactly where you want to be, but where you are can still help somebody else. Listen, people. So it's making sure that where you are, you are not only using that to push you, but to push somebody else. Somebody needs what you are with where you are right now. 
and and think about it. If you can find somebody that's maybe in the same season you are, now you can buddy up with somebody. You guys can move together. You can move out of this thing together. So if it happens to be a season that's that's not necessarily springtime, um, if it happens to be one of those seasons where, where it is, it's a low. This isn't really a high point of my life right now. Link up with somebody yeah, that yeah. can help pull you up. Yeah. Or link out with link up with somebody that's recognized that they're in the same place and you pull each yeah. other up. Mm-hmm. And so it's about one recognizing where you are. How did you get to be where you are? And then how are you going to get out of it? How are you preparing for what's what God has next for you? And is this a season that you placed yourself in or that he placed you in? There's a lot of times that we face the trials that we face and the consequences that we have because of the decisions that we've made. And a lot of the times we, we put that on God also. Sometimes God says no. Um, sometimes God just allows you to hang out in your foolishness. And so you have to be smart enough to say, I am here not because of something that God did, not because of something that the devil did. Um, it's something that he allowed, but not necessarily something that he ordained. You did this. How do you make sure you don't end back up in the situation? And a lot of the times we do. We get on that merry-go-round and, and you were here five years ago. You were here six months ago and you were here two days ago. It's, it's making the conscious, effective effort to get off of the merry-go-round. So I know that I end up in this situation when I do this. Don't do that anymore. Right. Or when that situation comes up, now you have a plan in place that says, so when this comes up again uh, to me next time, I'm not going to handle it the same way. I'm going to try this. Right. It's making the conscious effort to do better, to want better, to want more, and to be effective. And so that means that every day you wake up and say, how can I be better today than I was tomorrow- yesterday? That's in every season. You can do that. Every day you wake up with a plan says, okay, so today I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to get it all done because this is going to make me a better person Mm -hmm. because this is going to make the world a better place because this is going to make me someone that someone else wants to be connected to because somebody needs what I have. But when I'm so wrapped up in me or I'm so disorganized to where I can't find me, I can't help anyone else. One of those people, you just said something about every day. Um, like let's say make a list, a to-do list or whatever that goes along with their long-term goals to do in that day. What if there's someone like me who overdoes it in one day? I think that's common, especially when you're starting. So a lot of us say today is the first day of the rest of my life. And so on today, I'm going to start eating right. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to call everybody that I needed to call. I'm going to check every single email. I'm going to post on social media 50 times a day. I'm going to study. I'm going to write three pages worth of notes, two songs, one poem, and skip for five minutes. And then you get overwhelmed and you never do it again because it was a horrible, horrible horrible day. day. So I think um, habit stacking um, is, is a great, great way um, to add things to your life. So it says, I'm in the car. So while I'm in the car, I'm going to listen to the word. Yeah. So that's already something yeah. that you're doing. Um, so when you habit stack, that helps. But I think it's it's about pacing yourself, adding one thing at a time. So it's saying that I'm going to start working out. So not that I'm going to work out for three hours today, but for 10 minutes today, I'm going to work out. For 10 minutes tomorrow, I'm going to work out. To where when you get to a place to where you're comfortable and now it's something that you just do, 
Now you add something That's else good. on. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. not about piling. Um, at the beginning of the year, we have all of these resolutions and all of these things that we're going to get done. And now that it's April, most of those things are still sitting on that list right. and haven't been touched. Right. And so it's because you didn't plan for them. You you decided I was going to do all of them. And the first week, maybe the first two or three, you were good. But eventually you got so burnt out because you're trying to change your whole life overnight. It's you're trying to change every habit overnight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at something and say, okay, so I'm going to organize this part of my life. I'm going to do better in this part. Once you've got that done, then move somewhere else. And so the same thing with your seasons. So in this season of my life, I'm going to get this part of me together so that when it comes time for my next season, that's no longer an issue for me. I took care of that last season. And so you get you once you do that, um, it's, it's amazing at how more effective you mm -hmm. are just at life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you're knocking mm -hmm. things off your list. Mm -hmm. You're taking care of you. You're making sure that you're progressively um, growing. And so we, we just don't progressively do that. growing. Yeah. We don't do that as often as we should. Yeah. So I, I want to kind of shift into something different. We, um, so God for, for Jesus in this particular scripture, God had already ordained and know, knew where Jesus would be and what he would do when he would um, travel from one city to the next. And that's what he did. He was always changing sceneries, always changing sceneries, always doing something different for a different people. Um, and he understood that he even said one time, I must needs go through Samaria in order to meet the woman at the well. Right. right? And so he's doing all this and God had already ordained each moment for Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, who said he had all power in his hand when he rose up from the dead and he had already ordained. He didn't even want to do it. I mean, there's scriptures before he didn't even want to go to Calvary but he knew it was ordained. How can we apply that in our lives where we allow God to create our moments? You know, we don't know it. Jesus knew it. And I know that's different. That's the catch. Yeah, that's the catch. But we don't know it. So how do we allow him to create the moment, both spiritually and practically? So we talk a lot about walking by faith. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that's another thing that we talk a lot about, um, if I go back to my GPS system, um, I'm going to drive from point A to point B because I've gone to point B before, so I know which way I want to go. But if I happen to turn on my GPS, it might tell me to detour because it sees traffic. It might tell me to detour because it, it just, any, any number of reasons, there's a storm, there's an accident. So if you put on your GPS, even if it's somewhere that you've been before, it can get you there a whole lot quicker yeah, a lot of the yeah, times. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes because you go the same way you've always gone. Yeah. You don't realize that you wasted extra time. Yeah. There are shortcuts and things. And so it's really, truly being able to trust that God has a plan um, for your life and his plan is better than your plan. I think a lot of the times, I can tell you, me personally, there are plenty of times that I came up with a full PowerPoint and presented it to the Lord. Okay, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> and so I was serious, like... Okay, so we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And then I had charts, and I had graphs, and I spent a whole lot of time. I got a full five-year plan, Lord. I just need you to approve it. And I don't think he even looked at it when it hit his desk, and it bothered me. I was feeling <laughs> some kind of way because I put a lot of time and effort oh, into this Lord. plan. However, now that I'm on the other side, I'm so grateful 
that it was denied. And so it's just believing while you're in the situation that no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, that God has you. And so you cannot begin to imagine the plans that he has. That's literally what the word says. You cannot begin to imagine what he has for you. Your brain cannot, it That's cannot a word. hold it. That's speaking a word. And mm-hmm. so with that, you and your itty bitty mind is trying to organize stuff and you can't see the big picture, the big world, the big mission, the big ministry that your life has been, has been set aside for because you're thinking so small. Small thinking can cause some big problems. It can. Small, faithless thinking. Mm-hmm. And so we say it all the time. Lord, I trust you. Mm-hmm. But it, when it comes time to jump, now I'm just going to take the stairs. Right. And so you you do. You get down there to, at the, I mean, you get to the same place. But I promise if you just would have jumped, you would have got there a lot quicker. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you're going to end up in the same place whether you trust him or not. This is where he's taking yeah, you. Yeah. So you can fight, kick, and scream the whole way yeah. there. Mm-hmm. My son is two years old, and if I say we're going somewhere, I don't care how much of a tantrum he decides to throw. At the end of the day, we went there. Mm-hmm. So you just exhausted all of that energy for nothing. <laughs> and that's what we do. We get so frustrated and so angry wow, and y'all. so upset Say that. and throw tantrums yes, with the Lord do. God. How dare you? Yes. Who do. do you think you are? <laughs> and why do you think that you know more? Why do you think that you know what's better for you uh, more than what God knows? Where he sees the end all the, the end. way from the beginning. And so you know what you think mm-hmm. the end is going to look mm-hmm. like. You may know mm-hmm. what you what you want mm-hmm. the end to look mm-hmm. like. But God's end for you is so much greater and so much better if we learn yes. to trust. Yes. If we learn to follow yes. the yes. path that he has. And so we take so many detours and so many side routes and we go sightseeing just to get to the same location and you would be so much further along. It's like a road trip. We, me and my car. We in the car. We driving today. We're going to road trip to New York. But I've stopped and did so many sightseeing tours and, and went to so many restaurants and went to so many. So what I didn't know was by the time I got to New York, there was a flight I was supposed to take. Wow. But because I wanted to see so many things on the way there, I've now missed my flight. So now I'm delayed. I've delayed what God had for me because I wanted to go do my own thing. His instructions were get in the car and go to New York. He didn't say get in the car and go to New York, but on the way by by way of New Mexico and by way of Texas and by way of New Orleans. So I took whatever route I wanted to take to get there. And because of that, I missed the flight that he had prepared to take me somewhere. Y'all listening. Are y'all listening? That's what happens Mm -hmm. every day in our lives. Because we halfway listen to what God says. Because we halfway commit to being to being kingdom. Halfway. And so, okay, so I'm about God's business, but I'm a, I'm a mingle, mix and mingle a little bit of mine in there with it. And then we wonder why it takes us so long. And then we have the nerve to complain. God, why am I in this place for so long? Why am I in this season so long? Why hasn't the stone rolled? Fool, that stone would have rolled a long time ago if you just would have listened. <laughs> so now you just sitting there hanging out in the grave for no reason because you didn't want to listen to instructions. You on timeout. We trying to roll the you we trying to roll the stone. The stone's already been rolled away. You just sitting in there for no reason. <laughs> just sitting in there looking foolish. And so that's what we do. I mean, when you think about it, there's a plan for you. All you have to yeah, do is follow yeah, the plan. Yeah, it's legit yeah. that easy. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'm good, Lord. 
Yeah. I mean, I know you got your plan, and I know you know what's really going on, and I know you know the end game, but I'm just going to wing but, it. The, the but. I'm just going to wing it. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. stupid. <laughs> and then you go back to God and say, Lord, why have you? No, no, that was all you, boo. <laughs> I know sometimes God be like, I ain't have nothing to do with that. What are you talking about? <laughs> He, I told he you. He getting blamed for stuff. And then we say, oh, the devil, the right, devil, right. the devil. The, de- I, the devil be doing the same thing. <laughs> Lord, I wasn't even there. Like, you know. <laughs> I didn't put my hands in that at all. As a matter of fact, I heard you tell her to tell him no. She said right? yes anyway, and she blamed it right? on me. Right, and blamed it on me. It happens all the time. Yeah, you yeah. hear the word of God. You know what he's telling you to do, and you just opt out. And then you're mad, you're upset, you're frustrated when things don't turn out the way that you wanted them to turn out. I love it. Foolishness. I love it. I love it. I'm at a place right now where I'm tired of operating in my own foolishness. You better And say, talk. mama didn't raise no fool. Well, I'm sure enough acting like one when I decide not to follow the plan, when I decide not to follow the instruction, when I decide to take my life into my own hands, when I decide that in spite of what God says, this is what I say, and just maybe my plan is better than God's plan. Foolish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Foolish. That is foolish. Foolish. So it is. It's about allowing God to be God mm-hmm, in your life. Mm-hmm. It is. It is knowing when... Um, when the season that you're in, yeah. when it's come to close, mm-hmm. it's about embracing the season that you're in mm-hmm. while you're in it mm-hmm. and being able to grow mm-hmm. in that place and being able to not be so stuck there that you're not able to look past it. Right. Because regardless of where you are right now, there's more for you. Yeah. If he didn't have more for you, he would have cut you off That's by now. right. That's right. So if he was done with your life, if there was nothing else that he could do with you, he would have pulled the plug on oh, you. Oh, yeah. The fact that you are breathing right now means That's that there's good. work for you you to do Listen. the fact that you have breath the fact that, that you are listening right now that means that there's something on your life that you've decided not to tap into how about we stop being fools today we're gonna let that sit right there just let's just stop L- we're gonna fools let that <laughs> let's be open to change let's be open to god let's allow him to be god in your life in every situation and I get it I'm not saying that it's easy all the time mm-hmm. it's it's not because we've we've gotten the habit of of taking over control there so we, we think we've we've gotten to, into the habit of dismissing god and it sounds horrible but when you look back over your life that's what we do time and time again we dismiss god as if he's not god mm as if he's not God. As if he's not God. How dare you dismiss the Lord and then get frustrated when your plans don't work. So frustrated that you have the nerve to come to him and complain to him about it. Let's do better. Let's do better in this season. And so we talk about the real rolling stone. The Lord was obedient. That's right. He was obedient. Regardless of how it felt, mm-hmm. he was obedient. There were there was a time when he said, "If if you can let the cup pass, let it pass." Mm. So, understand and remember that. I promise it wasn't easy being Jesus, but he did it anyway, because he knew the end game. 
It's not going to always be easy to walk the straight and narrow. It's not always going to be easy to follow and to listen because the naysayers, because you and your natural flesh are fighting against you, the spirit. But the more you give into the flesh, the stronger the flesh is. So the more that you feed the spirit, eventually that spirit man will take over this flesh man and it won't be such a struggle Ooh, anymore. Mm. Life will be so much easier when you just give in to God. Just give in. Because Glory at the me. end of the day, he has the final Glory say. And we know this. It's about acting like it. Hmm. It's about acting like it. Listen, y'all, I'm I'm blessed by that. You just went to preach mode, you know? Uh-huh. Enough. <laughs> she just went to preach mode and I started receiving in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. We need to do an altar call right now, Lord. We need to we need to do an altar call right now. I'm done with her. All right. All right. So um we really do. So if you have not um, decided to be obedient to God, this is a great day to do so. Yeah. I, this is so real. Um, and so it's really so simple. We just make it hard. We do. We make life really hard. And I'm talking about me. I've made it hard a lot of times um, and still have some areas that still make it hard. So we get it. We do. However, we've decided to change. We're just hey. tired of being... And I promise you, my life is not perfect. I don't have it all together. I don't have all the answers, but I have found things that make life a little easier to live. And so just trying to share the knowledge um, that I have, a lot of it comes from experience, I promise. Um, So I'm trying to help you out so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I've made. Um, I'm I'm giving you free tickets and you use them if you want to. Um, but but that's that's a lot of it. It's just me trying to help, me trying to share, me helping to push you to be better because I believe in you. It's you believing in you. And even more than that, believing in the God that created you, that he knows what's best Ooh. for you. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Any final words? Um. No, I think I'm good. Okay. Well, that's really good. Okay. You good. That's, that's good enough. Y'all I'm good. good. <laughs> I hope y'all good because, hey, we got to shut it down. Um, Listen, we're, we're so happy that you have joined us today for Biblical Scandals. Um, Coach Tim, you all know she's very practical, very Man. spiritually led um, conversation. And so we want to just, we want to just help. That's, that's really what this is about. We just want to be a blessing to you all. I need you to do something for me. I need you to tell others about this particular broadcast. I need you to share it. I need you to um, talk about it, stay hyped about it for this upcoming week. This will definitely change someone's life. And that's what we want it to do. So make sure you share it on your social media um, platforms share it by talking to others, send it to them through text, send it through to them through email. Just share this. We want lives to be changed. And I'm, I'm hoping at least 50 to 100 of you will share with a, a minimum of two people. We are honored to be here to be, be able to, to help you. Um, and hopefully you return and make sure you hit up Coach Tim's Facebook site. Make sure you hit her up. 
Um, there, I know there's some people that could utilize her throughout the week. So make sure you hit her up on her coach on her Coach Tim. I believe it's Coach Tim, right? Coach Tim. Coach uh -huh. Tim Facebook site. I, I wanted to. I didn't. I was thinking of your personal. So Coach Tim site. I am so serious about this and adamant that you 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 take matters into your own hands to a certain degree. Of course, you're going to give it over to God, but she can help you navigate through all that. Right. Okay. So um, I'm serious about that. So I had to lay that there. I am so grateful that you all joined us. We're going to seal this in prayer and then we're going to be done for um, this particular day. Right. It is resurrection Sunday and we are excited about Amen. it. So let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this time, Lord. We just want people to operate in authority in their own territory, and we're just helping them, giving them tools to be able to do that. Father, we thank you that you um, you, you raised Jesus from the dead. Yes, we Lord. thank you. And he's demonstrated that power, and we know we have power. And so help us to, to walk out in faith the journey that you have laid before us and to be obedient to you, to know uh, to be open to change, to be open to seasons, to know when it's time to let someone go, to know when it's time to receive someone, yes, to know when it's time to move on, Father. And, and regardless of what people think about our journey, it is our journey. And you have given us the authority to operate in that journey. Now, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for open minds and hearts. I pray, oh Lord, that they hear your voice and know when to move and know when to stay. Father, we thank you for Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. Thank you for Jesus. If it weren't for him, Lord, I really don't know where, where most of us would be. Mm. So I'm grateful, thank grateful, you, grateful, 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 grateful. And so, Lord, I pray that you bless Coach Tim, bless the endeavors, Lord, bless my endeavors, God, bless the people who are listening and watching. Bless their endeavors in the name of Jesus. That will be you be glorified. You get the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So listen, Coach Tim, I know it's the third Sunday this time, but it's normally the fourth um, Sunday that we're on with Coach Tim. We have something a little bit different coming up for next Sunday. I don't want you to miss it. Don't miss it. Yeah. Don't miss it because you're getting it first. And I've been telling people about it. Make sure you go to the social media site, um, Dancia Jones Morris, and watch some stuff. I'll also send some stuff over to Coach Tim. You can see some stuff. I trust her with my stuff, so I send it over to her. Or should I should I should I be trusting go her? Go by anybody time. <laughs> Foolishness. <laughs> Gotta have some fun too, y'all. So um the Next Sunday, releasing <laughs> some things. Listen, you do not want to miss new music. Amen. New Amen. music. And we um it's a surprise. So don't miss it. And then you'll be able to download the music that midnight that night. All right. So we're grateful to have you all again. Um watch us if you're hearing this or seeing this later on. It's us again, y'all. I want you to tune in. We're going to introduce some things to some of you um, so that you can begin to follow us on some YouTube sites. And we're just doing things. We're operating our territory yeah, with authority, nice. and we're having fun with it. In Jesus' name. Once again, I'm your host, Reverend Dancy Jones-Morris with Coach Tim. Biblical Scandals, we thank you for joining Kingdom Authority, and you all have a wonderful night. God bless you.